welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, hi. Hello. Um, I have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of thing I need to cover at the top of the, top of the episode, some housekeeping. Let's do some housekeeping. Um, so previously, on the last episode of RNGG, we rolled a thing um some stuff off the challenge list uh and i am realizing that like the phrasing isn't correct and is honestly just like kind of weird um previously it was either anime or no anime mm. um i have changed those to stylized and realistic yeah yeah um because that is just more accurate yeah i think uh, it's also isn't like a yeah yeah it, it's it's also just like I guess a more accurate way to describe what we're talking about with certain, like, game looks. And, like, anime is just cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's just cartoons. It's just cartoons. There's nothing inherently, like, true to the concept of something being anime. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, we rolled realistic episodic space... We did. Um, do you have any like bonus challenge you want to throw on top of that? Um, I didn't actually. Neither did I. I think that's I think that's okay for this week. All right. Do you have anything you want to talk about before I start a timer? Honestly, not really. I've it's been a really busy week for me. I don't know if I could talk about some of the particulars on the show yet because. They're not, they might not even happen, but I have been busy at work, and I might be getting much busier. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of my life right now. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and I've just been um, not busy, but playing a bunch of games that are... Um, why would you be playing those, Cassidy? Okay, but like style savvy rules, actually. Style savvy rules, and that's not what I was referring to. Okay, okay. I was referring to the 3DS version of Mario Golf. Mm 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 mm. Um, or uh, doing an entire run through of Cream's story in Sonic Advance Two. <laughs> my favorite Sonic game. That's mm. not true. I don't. Two D. My favorite two D Sonic game. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and other stuff. I've I decided to start, do another playthrough of Arcade Spirits. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like a great time, honestly. Yeah. How um, how much longer until Arcade Spirits 2 comes out? That is a good question. Let me go on to Steam page and see if it says there. Arcade Spirits, the new challengers. Planned release date, coming soon. Okay, okay. There's a demo available now. Nice. I think it's sometime this year. Mm. I don't know if they've said that, but I'm pretty sure. I, I thought I may have heard that. That sounds right to me. <sighs> Anyways. um, I've got my timer here. All right. And I think I'm going to press that button. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so space, the final frontier. Uh huh. These are their stories. Dun dun. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. 
so okay actually here's the thing is when i thought of episodic space i did think of star trek but the thing is i've never watched a star trek (laughs) my thing is like i have watched a star trek out of order on syndicated tv randomly back in like 2003 to 2004 like it's a very particular time in my life that i don't super have fond memories of but that was about the time that i was watching the most star trek Mm -hmm. um because i was that's when i lived in germany on base and we had the armies or the armed forces television network which only had three channels and only played like reruns so like at the time i didn't appreciate that like one of the few things we actually got to watch was star trek but later i realized that like that was kind of formative for me but when you're a shitty 12 year old and you're like but i want to watch all the cartoons my friends are watching and my parents were like i'm not paying for fucking cable Mm -hmm. watch rugrats and and star trek and you're gonna like it And, well, let's see, they played those two, Rocket Power, as told by Ginger, and Wild Thornberries. That's like... All the classy supos. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm sure they they paid, like, a a very, like, low lump sum for all of those. (laughs) So, let's let's tackle this one word at a time, then. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to start with the word episodic. Yeah. What do we think of when we think of video games as being episodic? Because I think of a few things. I think of... Um, it makes me think of uh, Hive Swap. Oh. And all of the drama that goes on with that. That's not the poll I was expecting. <laughs> Especially from me, not a Homestuck person. <laughs> um, it, it tends to... It reminds me of either Life is Strange, games like that, or like um, like games that I would see on the PSN back when I would like just scroll through the PSN on like the PlayStation 3 and be like, this game looks good, but I don't want to buy it in chunks and it's too much to buy all together. And like, mm-hmm. the Walking Dead episode four. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is like most people's immediate expectation when they hear something is episodic. Yeah. Um, however, I, I do have a couple of games that I want to uh, point to as being episodic, but all like being sold to you in like a like a chunk. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about uh, Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm thinking about Chroma Squad. Yeah. Uh, which is literally episodes because it's about filming a television show. Yeah, like I think episodic in in the case of video games can either literally mean or even like Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be air quotes episodic, but they're just taking one game and remaking it and splitting it into chunks. Mm-hmm. So like we really have a lot of wiggle room with uh this term. Um, but like with Alan Wake, it's like as you're playing through it, even then you'll like you'll hit like a chapter break and it'll be like previously on Alan Wake. Mm. Which I think is really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the idea of that. But um television wise, there's like episodic in that like everything is just sort of like you set the status quo for the most part at the end of every episode, or there's like the more <coughs> goodness. 
like stories that are um i guess linear or mm. something like that yeah and i think that's like also kind of i think why my brain is linking this more or less to star trek is the fact that like there are like arcs and there are like there is continue like continuity to star trek but also like there are just encapsulated episodes too oh you know what game is like that hmm phoenix right yeah 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 exactly oh my gosh wait was my law and order joke like actually real though (laughs) i don't think so i don't want to get into space law well yeah because we did alien law for our first episode Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, even, <laughs> we didn't even really do law then. It was uh, the society that has evolved past the need for law keeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just Chibi Robo. It, it was just Chibi Robo, but in space, and I loved that. Chibo. I need more hours in the day so I could rewatch chess play Chibo. I think it'd probably be pretty good sleep sleep time yeah not play it myself like i could but i don't think i can play chibi robo i I think i think once i break out of that kind of starting part of like needing to recharge every five seconds i feel like it could get fun but could i get out of that initial hump that is the question the same thing is like i don't think i think it'd just be like um very stardew to me Mm. or like i'll want to just like rush certain parts of it and then i'll be like okay well now what do i do yeah yeah i think chess has like the kind of personality that's like wanting to like interact with like weird things and like poke around in a way that like progresses the story strangely enough but also isn't like rushing through the story Mm mm-hmm it, like it really is made for like her personality and brain. Okay. Um so we've we've answered our episodic question. Mm. Yeah, so sort it's of. more or less like self-contained stories that might have like some sort of overarching continuity but are more or less like kind of wrap up every now mm-hmm. and again. Um realistic I feel like is pretty straightforward. Um you know, this is like well, I guess that like depends on like how far can something be from like standard humans and still be considered realistic. Like, right? Would you put Mass Effect under the realistic banner? I I don't I I I would have a hard time with that because like I feel like Mass Effect wants to be a kind of um, a vision of what mankind can be, but I feel like it's still fantastical in a way. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I think just just sheerly stylistically and, like, aesthetically, yes, I would say that, like, for the most part, they've, they've chosen a very grounded and realistic aesthetic for everything. It just, it gets a little funny when you kind of, like, throw biotics into it and, like, people are, like, you know, generating gravity wells to suck up bad guys and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, but also, would you consider Star Trek realistic? Because my answer to that would be yes. Yeah, I would. I would as well. Like it's again, it's like it's in that vein of science fiction that is meant to be a kind of meditation on like what mankind can be and what we can get to, mm-hmm. instead of just you know, like a space opera, which is just more of like the fantasy of it all. Okay. 
Um, so, like, what's our, like, I think this is where we would talk about, like, what's, like, the, the style of story we want to tell here. Mm-hmm. Of, like, uh, like genre, I guess. Because, you know, like, there's, you know, space western, space opera. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Star Trek is considered. Yeah. I, I, so, I'm thinking, like, I don't know why, but I, I have this, like, picture of, like, um... Like, you're on a, like, a space station. Like, I feel like it's more or less enclosed in, like, a small space. It's less about, like, exploring, you know, boldly going where no one has gone before. More about just kind of, like, the maintenance and maintaining of a space station. And kind of the, you know, the the cabin fever you get from being around people that can be difficult to be around sometimes. The... You know, you've got, like, man versus man of, like, those kind of conflicts of, like, you don't always like your coworkers, and that kind of stinks. And then also you've got, like, stuff going wrong with the space station, like, you know. Uh, man versus machine. Yeah, man versus machine, man versus environment. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm fixing very, like, mundane conflicts, but in a, like, told in a very, like, interesting way. Or, like, okay. the gameplay mechanics help inform the mundane conflicts to be more interesting i guess so when you say space station what kind of space station are you thinking of are you thinking like the iss or are you thinking like a space colony see my brain like because i think i originally was just thinking of like the iss like one of those kind of space stations where like scientists are going from earth to do studies now it could be a like space colony kind of situation i just i think when I was thinking about this initially, it was mostly just like a space station like the ISS where like, you know, astronauts are coming from Earth. They're not from there, but they're like there to do research or whatever. Okay. Um, What if this is like a slightly larger space station? Not like a full on colony, mm. but like maybe like the size of like a research base. Um, it's it's it like, be a... like in orbit around a, a currently inhospitable planet. Or it, it, uh, I, what if it's like more or less the space version of like an office building? <laughs> so it's like people commute here for like periods of time. So they're not like from there, but you know, you do like six month oh, yeah. rotations or something like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is space station, et cetera, et cetera, orbiting around, uh, planetary body number 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 mm-hmm. and so you've got like people who are studying the planet you know stuff about the planet the geology the this that the other you got people who are dedicated to like the maintenance of the space station you know hr the person-to-person relations you know you've got in the environmental crew that's like cleaning the station feeding everybody you know caring for the doctors medical crew Mm-hmm. I, I I like this. Like, I feel like there's like a lot of like interesting kind of like almost like one shots you can kind of tell in this kind of setting. You know, like there's something the planet's doing something we've never seen before. You know, so you kind of do like a mini game of like you know moving a telescope around or you know something like that. You know, yeah. Um, I think this is definitely a game in which you are changing uh, the character you play in every episode. Yeah. For sure. I, I was definitely um, thinking about that, too. And then, like, it's also that fun thing, too, where it's like, you know, maybe, you know, if the first story is the planet's doing something we've never observed before, and you're kind of, like, playing as the, like, 
lead or one of the people who handles like you know the pro launching devices or whatever so like that's kind of like the first story you tell but like later down the line you get to like see them in the background or like in the mess hall and like the background of a couple scenes you're like oh it's so it's so i love them you know stuff like that like Mm -hmm. or like you could even like you're like in another story you could like end up going to the um the lab that is setting the drones out and like you know having dialogue with the the first person you played as and just kind of having these like nice full circle moments with the cast mm-hmm. um i want to say there's probably like 20 something people up there mm-hmm. that feels like the number of people that are in life is strange <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm sure if i really like wanted to just be like okay so you've got like i don't want to call them like a therapist but like some kind of like mental health counselor mm-hmm. got a doctor and it probably like oh that would be like okay so the mental health one it would definitely be like really good for like the opening uh thing so it's like all right here are like the major characters that you're going to be embodying later oh uh, yeah and so you're <laughs> just doing like fucking uh la noir like conversation with them yeah <laughs> you know like what brand of antidepressants everyone's on <laughs> um so yeah like what okay so like i think we definitely have like a story like a story about like the observation of the planet probably like a couple of those honestly but like i think because i think there's like probably like some people who study like the the meteorology like stuff so people who are doing like geology and like if there's any xenobiology on the planet or even seeing if there is like stuff like that um definitely got you know, a story revolving around the the counselor. I guess we could call them because that's a a Star mm-hmm. Trek term. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's any war boys in this this colony. Oh, no, no. This is solely a research station. Yeah, there's no fight people. Like there might be some pilots on board, but that's just for like mm. you know emergency stuff. Yeah, well, and like there are, I guess there there are people who do like the the i guess the flying from like the office back home but that's also like when the six months shifts are over that's not like yeah i feel like that's sort of like a um okay uh there is a window when the the planets align again where we can send out a shuttle and the shuttle will dock with you with the new people on it and when they get off everybody coming back gets on it and that comes back yeah like, all in, like, one day. I don't think they, like... I think the only thing they really keep on board are, like, an emergency vessel and then, like, maybe some shuttles. Yeah, and, like, uh, enough escape pods to, if needed, jettison everybody out of the station. Um, maybe the, um... Uh, maybe the pilots also are, like, um... The, like mechanic maintenance crew maybe oh actually okay so there's gonna be the, i think the pilots are teamed up with like uh certain researchers for drone piloting as well yeah 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 and that way drone piloting can just use like the, like have like the same cockpit set up as like a ship mm-hmm. yeah i like that it's just easier to build it this way you see <laughs> we don't have to change the blueprints and these people have to be on board anyways. Might as well get use out of them. <laughs> um, and yeah, so if 
the the pilots aren't exactly like the same as the manuscript. Like I'm sure there's probably like a like oh gosh, you know, air filter C is you know it has three months left on it, and uh, we just started a six month cycle. What are we going to do? You know, stuff uh-huh. like that. Like I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of the problems are life and death obviously because you're in the space and space is trying to kill you constantly but like at the same time it's not like we are being invaded by aliens or like you know very like yeah. high concept stuff it's very like crap if we don't do this it it could be very bad for us but the thing and honestly i don't think people die in this story no i think i think it's it, it has tense moments i think i think some of the interpersonal stuff is going to get a little bit tense i think you know, maybe some of the environmental hazards are going to be a little bit tense, but I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody does a murder. I think maybe there's a punch, but I don't think there's a murder. And I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think like, obviously the station's not going to blow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just going to be a little bit tense while we figure out how to make the station not blow up. I feel like this is going to be a game about walking around, talking to people, and doing social puzzles, and then doing occasional real-world puzzles. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, maybe a goofy minigame every now and again. Yeah, that's, I would replace most goofy minigames with, like, here's a puzzle. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you know, like, okay, maybe there's, like, a, someone who's, like, researching some of the elemental stuff, like, on planet, and, uh, suddenly there's, like, a a breach on that section not like a a space breach but like um something about like the containment unit like it breaches and they're like okay well we don't know if it's safe so we're gonna have to lock you in here and while you solve the problem or so like the mechanic comes over the radio and is like walking someone through it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah a gas leak or something Mm, or like uh you know, it's I guess to use real world like um elements like oh the mineral we bought brought back it uh just got tested for um high amounts of cyanide or you know like something like yeah very... it's just like we've got a canister here of atmospheric like um like the atmosphere you know so we can analyze it for future testing and mm. turns out it's like. Thirty percent carbon monoxide, and then like twenty percent or trace amounts of cyanide, or yeah, whatever. yeah, or arsenic, or you know, like some just good old fashioned poison killer chemicals. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you, you'll be fine with a brief exposure, but we can't like risk it getting into the rest of the yeah, yeah, the this system. This will uh, probably be like laid out um, medical leave for like a week or two. Hmm. So get through this puzzle and then you can uh, stay in med bay for a bit. Would that be more interesting to to experience from being in the situation or being the person walking the person through the scene? I don't know. And honestly, what if that's kind of like, maybe not like the first and the last mission, but they're kind of almost bookends for the story. Because I was thinking the last mission being something like... uh... Like you're you're going through a couple of the people that you've played throughout it, uh, throughout it, and like part of it's like okay, the mechanic has to do a spacewalk to fix like an air leak mm. or something. Yeah, I guess that 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 kind of brings up a good question. Do you see this being like very chronological? Um, I feel like the last story is definitely the end. 
Yeah, and the first story so, is definitely the beginning. Yeah, and like I think the order that everything takes place in is like yeah, they happen in order. Yeah. Um, but like it's not necessary. Like, I think it makes more sense for it to just be in order. Yeah. That way you can see the effects of things that you've done before happening in the future lines. Mm-hmm. Or if so there like, is, if you did punch the guy. Uh, like the next, the next story you might have him like nursing his chin. Yeah, <laughs> with an ice pack. Hmm. Um. No. Yeah, I definitely like that. So yeah, I. So getting back to, would it be more interesting to be the person walking them through this tense situation or being the person in the tense situation? Honestly, it would be more thrilling to me as a player being the person who has to guide the person through because to me that feels like like if i give bad advice that's 1000 percent on me versus like i don't know i feel i would feel more bad about that versus i didn't follow instructions well enough like i don't know that's just kind of my own anxieties <laughs> Oh, this would be like some real playing, uh, keep talking and nobody explodes, but with an AI. Mm. <laughs> I see a, a table here. It's got three symbols. And so you're just flipping through the in-game pages. It's like, all right, three symbols, three symbols. Right, right. And it's like, I think it pulls from like a list of potential like, prompts too so it's like obviously there's like finite amount of combinations you can get in a playthrough but if you play through the game you're probably not going to get the same puzzle twice yeah or like uh if you're watching someone like do a quick look on giant bomb or Mm, something mm. it's like all right the one you see here is not just like the answer to the puzzle right every every copy of this game is personalized you write down your name and then at the end of the game et says your name at the end when you get off but it's like one of those fucking like ai text-to-speech <laughs> programs do, do you know the thing i'm referencing no okay so the um the like sort of protected at this point uh et ride at universal studios orlando mm-hmm. um the ride that i believe if if they ever close it down steven spielberg will disown them okay is what i heard that's the rumor mm-hmm. um but like at the end of the ride uh oh, basically in line people will, like get your name somehow and then at the end of the ride, E.T., if your name is, like, one of the names that they have the audio for, E.T. says your name. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. See, in here I thought you were talking about the E.T. Atari game or something like that. No, no, I was talking about uh, theme parks. Cassidy be talking about theme parks, and that's okay. Yeah, Ivy Cassidy. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so let's come up. Uh, we've got like our um, like our big like oxygen leak thing is part of like the finale. We've we've talked about um, like a an air, or some sort of breach that you have to walk someone through. We've talked about a, uh, a getting to know all the characters kind of storyline. Um, what are like two or three more like store like episode ideas? Um. 
Um, 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 that's a good idea. Um, oh, that's a good question, I should say. I think I have an idea for one involving, like, our idea for, like, the, the research drones. Yeah, yeah. Um, that could, like, be the episode before the, uh, like, the researcher gets stuck in the lab because of a, a chemical leak or something. Mmm. Um, where it's, like, um, you're playing one of the pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, you're going around doing your, like, talking and stuff. You know, there's, like, a lot, I imagine there's, like, an opening downtime period with, like, maybe, like, a small issue that comes up, and then mm-hmm. a little bit more downtime, and then, like, the big arc of the story, and, like, the big arc part here would be, like, piloting, like, this drone around on the ground and, like, exploring the, the space, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and, like, collecting deposits of things and, like, doing an air sample and stuff like that. So I, I think there could maybe be some, like, environmental puzzles mm-hmm. that you could do of, like, all right, well, we just need to, like, knock this rock over, but, like, don't damage the drone. Right, right. Like, you're, like, a hotshot pilot that would knock something over to try to get up on a, on a ledge mm-hmm. for, like, a better, like, research. Like, you're trying to impress your researcher. Mmm. <laughs> and, like, when you first, like, ram the drone into, like, a... A stone pillar they're just like jesus what the hell are you doing and then Ooh. you get the drone up there and they're like oh oh wow right i wonder if there's like um not not like literal like tricks that you can do but like i think if you do certain things with the drone then it gives you like more like of a wow factor or something like that i imagine it being like if you pull something off and you just get like a smarmy piece of dialogue because mm. like, i i don't think your researcher is impressed with you like until like the end i think that's like their funny dynamic mm. it's like the uh you know like that trope of like the the sort of like stuck up stick in the mud uh smart person and then like their goofball that's like trying to get them to laugh yeah yeah for sure that's a ship right there it really is i feel like i feel like this is the kind of game that like if it had a fan base would have some very fun pairings yeah uh what's like a couple other ideas um Maybe there's, like, some, like, administration, like, not necessarily, like, drama, but, like, you know, oh, it, so-and-so is going to be retiring soon. They're, you know, turning 60, and this this distant future actually has, like, comprehensive, like, retirement, so you can actually, like, stop working and <laughs> enjoy your old age. Uh, so what it's are you kind talking of- about? This is space socialism. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... It's maybe it's kind of a question of like, or maybe that arc is like, who is going to take their place? Like, who is the who is going to step up and like take this responsibility? Who wants the responsibility? Who's the most qualified for it? And kind of like narrowing down the candidates as you play the person who's like going to be like retiring and not working anymore. Oh, that could be like a fun, like, this is the one after you've introduced like all the characters to like the counselor. It's like, okay. Here's the one where you have to go around to talk to people and get familiar with the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because this will be important in, like, one of the later ones where you have to, like, quickly move from location to location because something is going to go very wrong. Yeah. 
Oh, also, I think a, a fun, more lighthearted story could be um, maybe playing as like the the crew's like chef or their or is it kind of like Star Trek where you don't have somebody cooking it? It's more of just like somebody who or like a machine that like reconstitutes all the food you could ever want. I like the idea of there be someone that like cooks. Like I think they have like a device that like can make like basic things. Mm. But like I imagine there is someone who takes those basic things and it like makes something out of it that people want to eat. Yeah, yeah. They're like maybe their title is like nutritionist or something like that. Cause, like, I think it might be someone's just like hobby. I don't think it's like someone like is assigned to the station to to make the food it's like someone's hobby is cooking and they manage to find a way to cook and people are like hell yeah this person cooks well like well maybe their their main job is like they're the one of the people that cleans the ship so it's kind of like they as long as they're getting their cleaning done then like they've got all the downtime they want to do stuff like this Mm -hmm. so they're kind of like well you know i already mopped like sector alpha and beta like i can just you know, it's it's lunchtime. Let me get in there and like make sure See, everybody's eating well. Here's my here's my counter offer. Okay, because uh, I love the I want I want to come up with a story for like a janitor or something. Mm-hmm. But I was also trying to think of like, okay, what is like the fun starting half of like playing the ship's doctor before something really bad happens and you have to do trauma team? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> surgery on someone has like the cl- climax of that episode. Yeah, yeah. And I think a doctor that cooks would be pretty fun. I think so too. I am the doctor who cooks. <laughs> God, yeah. Maybe somebody has like, uh, like their appendix bursts <laughs> or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I think we've got, like, something here. Yeah. What's the name of the station? That was literally the question I was about to ask you. (laughs) Okay, so the station is... Well, I guess, would it make sense to name the planet first and then name the space station off, like, based on the planet? The Interstellar Research and Information Station. What is that? Iris. Oh, I like that. I guess it would be intelligence station. Mm. Intelligence sounds better there. So the the what did I even say? Interplanetary was that the thing I said? It was either interplanetary or interstellar. I think interstellar. Inter yeah. the interstellar research and intelligence station. Mm. Um. So is like the title just Iris, or do we have like a, a funny other word or that or phrase we could put before or after? See, I, I'm trying to think of like a a good like floral term, because my brain's like, well, you could do a a pun on or not a pun, but like a reference to like growing and caring for Iris as like the flowers, but also you're like seeing how this like inter interstellar like space station like cares for itself and like self-propagates and like you know continues to do its thing while just being in the the depths of space mm-hmm. but what I'm about not... like this isn't that um but it is a thought that came to my brain um like a days on iris oh i like that yeah oh what if the person who's like appendix burst or whatever is the person who's like going to retire 
Oh, so it's like so they're, they're not like doing much these days. They're just like you know hanging out, and it's just like suddenly. Yeah, they've just been kind of like just more or less filing like their own like paperwork. Mm-hmm. Okay, with six minutes left on the clock. Nice. All right, Days on Iris, a realistic episodic space game. A series of short stories about the people working on the Interstellar Research and Intelligence Station, also known as Iris. Each story involves playing as a different character and interacting with the others on the station with occasional puzzle solving. Stories include a counselor speaking with the members of the crew and checking mental health, a drone pilot trying to impress their research partner, and a mechanic walking a researcher through a tense repair situation. Nice. Aww. I had no idea how this was going to turn out, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely thinking it was going to end up more Star Trek than this. This is cute. I mean, it's still, like, flavored and through the perspective of Star Trek to me, but that is because I am a- I have done the task of watching a Star Trek. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the word twee really means. Um, Me neither. (laughs) Or its connotations, but this feels like it it would be called twee. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm choosing to believe that it would be a good thing. Anyways, I guess it's time for plugs. Yeah! Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, or you can send us emails about um, your favorite space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Actually, we did get an email, but Ooh. I'm just now remembering because I said the email out loud. But I've got to pull it up on my phone. In the meantime, Crash, would you like to do your plugs? Oh yeah, I am on Twitter at CrashingWings14. You can find me there talking about um, Miss Piggy a lot. Miss Piggy. <laughs> I I had a dream that well, the the story that Tetsuya Nomura wrote for Final Fantasy XIV didn't have Thancred in it, but instead Thancred was replaced by Miss Piggy. This will make sense to you, Cassidy, in like six months when you finally get to Shadowbringers, or seven months, or however long it takes you. But Okay, but spoilers for A Realm Reborn. <laughs> Think about uh, Miss Piggy being Thancred in that story. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a, there's a, there's a, a pig pun within La Habrea's name that I just don't know. And I'm going to think of it and then tweet it out later. Um, but so I've been thinking about Miss Piggy, but in the context of Final Fantasy slash Tetsuya Nomura. And I tweeted out Tetsuya Nomura, Miss Piggy wearing an outfit designed by Tetsuya Nomura. And then that was seen by an artist with like 30k followers. And then he drew it. <laughs> so that's kind of been like the highlight of my Twitter interaction this past week. <laughs> yeah pretty good yeah um where are you online cassidy uh you can find me online at madlobotanist on twitter it's m-a-d-l-o-b-o-t-a-n-i-s-t and on my website which i'm not going to plug because i still haven't updated it that's fair um but it's got like a bunch of podcasts that i've been on and guessed it on on there uh mm. so you'll be able to see that again eventually i mean you could still see it now it's still there it's still like at the same web address yeah I just haven't changed any of the HTML. (laughs) 
Anyways, we have our email here from Tanner, friend of the show. Yay, Tanner! Thank you, Tanner! Subject line, Galactics. Mmm. Glee Tactics. K-bye. Mm. Anyways. You can't just invoke this curse upon me, Tanner, and then just say goodbye. I think it was a curse upon them as well. That's true. Um, it's funny, because I... I feel like I have been thinking about Pitch Perfect a lot recently because our work playlist plays the cup song and one of the songs that's in like the girls uh, acapella choirs like medley in our work playlist so and that's like a acapella acapella glee they're all kind of cringy choir stuff I say as someone who's done both (laughs) okay so it's finally happened i've been rolling numbers while you've been talking okay um and we've been given the the challenge sequel to previous (gasps) title yes i almost like part of me wanted to do that this week and then do a sequel to jovian wanderer oh i can see this existing in that world yeah maybe no actually i think that world is a little too uh western yeah 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 yeah, it would definitely have to be, like, on the other side of the universe. Alright, um, am I allowed to roll another one for that, actually? I feel like that one might- Let's just do that by itself! Yeah, because I, I did roll genre plus topic, but I feel like that would all very, like, Wait, change. do you want to roll- Let's see what it would be. No. Or, oh, do you want to roll off the list? If you- let's roll off of the season one Okay, list. but here's the thing. Well, I would love to do that. I would love even more if we both came in with two different games we wanted to make a sequel to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do we want to make the stipulation that it can't be Nightshade Chronicles? Or do, is yeah. It, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that was our winner. Like, we stand Nightshade Chronicles. Like, that game of the year. Come on, like. <laughs> All right. I don't, we I are going to limit ourselves to season one. Yeah, let's do season one. I think that could be a fun, another limiter. Okay. There's some like there's some bangers in here. I love this show. I love this show. Let me hit you with an idea. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to be what I'm bringing next week, but uh-huh. Tethered 23 Fates. <laughs> <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we'll make a sequel to our own bullshit next week. Mhm. Um, but until then, good luck. Have fun.